It's the WP Minute. Today's special episode is brought to you by Easy Support Videos. Support your WordPress users right inside your WordPress admin using embeddable videos to show them what to do. Check out easysupportvideos.com. Today's special episode is hosted by Leslie Sim, one of the co-founders of Newsletter Glue, a fantastic email newsletter plugin that integrates with WordPress. It delivers this email that goes out for the WP Minute. Today's episode, she breaks down her take on the MailChimp acquisition. I invited Leslie to share her opinion on the acquisition since she works so closely. Well, not only with MailChimp, but with email, with newsletters, with customers leveraging these platforms. Okay, let's dive into Leslie's episode about the MailChimp acquisition for nearly half the total value of the world's banana industry. Super happy for the team. I believe they've worked on MailChimp for over 20 years, and that's a long, long, long time to be working on anything. And if they want to move on, then that's great. It's a very large amount of money. So I'm glad that they were able to have such a great exit. Not all companies are able to have amazing exits. Not all companies want to exit, but I can see or I can imagine if the founding team gets tired of stuff like their options are we sell the company or we transition out and hire a CEO CEO to work on top. For all we know, we, they considered that and chose to exit and liquid, liquidate some of their ownership and that's great. Sometimes with acquisitions of this size, there it's it can be kind of polarizing. So I saw a tweet this morning from Ruben Gomez and he said, funny, I've seen completely opposite takes on MailChimp acquisition plus bootstrapping. The first being, this proves bootstrapping is dead, good riddance. And the second, this proves bootstrapping works for building very big companies. So I'm on team... This proves bootstrapping works for very big companies. Yeah, they were bootstrapped and they got a gigantic exit. So that's great. The other kind of polarizing take that I saw online for this was the founders got all the money because the employees didn't have equity because this was a privately held company that the employees kind of didn't get a big win as well. And I kind of have some opinions on this. It said in the press release that I think the... The employees got like a 300 million RSU, restricted stock options. So it's not like the the employees came away with nothing. But also having said that, if you're joining Coca-Cola or Pepsi or P&G, you don't join with the intention of getting equity from the company. I feel like that's kind of a quirk of the tech startup world. And it's not really something to be expected. Also, let's not forget the reason why a lot of these startups give equity in the first place. The reason being um, at the beginning, these these companies can't afford to pay their employees a full wage and so they supplement a smaller wage with stock options on the promise slash bet that the company grows big. So, so people forget that as well. They forget that so many of these startups no matter what they promise they end up going bust and it's where it doesn't matter like that you had all those stock options like you're now out of a job right and your stock means nothing so i feel like some of that conversation is kind of uh, that conversation and that unpleasantness is kind of misplaced does the mailchimp acquisition have any 
effect on newsletter glue? MailChimp has some of the best a- public APIs on the market and excellent, excellent documentation as well. I don't think that it will get worse. Even if they you know, don't maintain it properly or whatever, it's still already industry leading. And I mentioned the APIs because that's how Newsletter Glue connects MailChimp to WordPress. No impact on us there. I've seen this reoccurring trend throughout the years of evaluating and using software where a great piece of software serves a very strong utility in the early days and everyone loves it because it's doing exactly what they need. And as that company grows, the software starts to scale into something of a larger platform. MailChimp is a perfect example of this. It used to send just newsletters and then it became an automation tool, an e-commerce tool, a landing page tool, and so many other things probably under the hood. Do you have any words of wisdom for scaling a piece of software for those of us who are out there uh, building our own software tools? I don't have any legitimate words of wisdom, seeing as how I've never scaled any software from utility to a larger platform play. Newsletter Glue is still very much in the utility space. I do kind of see why software or why a company would do this. At some point, you kind of reach a market saturation. Most people know about you. You've Most people inside your possible users in a market have already used you and there's only so much more growth you can act out a specific feature. And so people start moving breadth-wise rather than depth. So rather than building like deeper and deeper for a customer set, they start moving breadth-wise to get new customers. And I guess like the ultimate breadth play is to become a platform. MailChimp ha- was trying to move into e-commerce for I think the past two or three years. Uh, they moved into landing pages as well. And a lot of that didn't really get much traction. Maybe because of their name, they have mail baked into their name. And so it's hard to become an e-commerce landing page builder if your name is MailChimp. And so maybe jumping onto an established platform like Intuit made more sense. Are there any MailChimp alternatives that you really like to work with or that you'd recommend to others? I wouldn't suggest to anyone that they should immediately move off of MailChimp and take their business. I think MailChimp's a great email service provider and there's a reason why they were sold for billions of dollars. Having said that, some of my favorite alternatives are MailerLite, Campaign Monitor, SendinBlue, Um, If you want a self-hosted, cheaper option, I really like Sendy and Mailco. And if you want an indie option, I really like Button Down and Email Octopus. One of the newer kids on the block is this company called Flowdesk. We don't connect to them because they don't have the necessary APIs. But I really like their user interface. It's really modern, it looks really clean, and it looks good. And lastly, if you're in the e-commerce space, then I think... Clavio is an excellent option as well. I really like their UI design. Is there anything new and up and coming with Newsletter Glue that you can share with the audience? So many things, it's hard to say. We recently launched a newsroom plan and that's targeted at large newsrooms with many different types of users. So whether that's an editor, author, tech team, product manager, and so on, social media manager. So we're building out permissions for this new newsroom tier because they don't necessarily want their authors to be sending out newsletters. So building out a user permissions interface for them is um, what's 
most immediately on our horizon. In the further future, there are a lot of things that we are super excited about. So you, Matt, requested that we build out more conversion-focused forms or deepen our form features. And so that's something that we are pretty excited about doing. We can add banners, we can add pop-ups and all of that stuff. So we're going to be working on that. I don't know, maybe the end of the year or next year. Um, also looking forward to integrating more with the WooCommerce block so people can simply add a WooCommerce product block into a newsletter and that just kind of like magically all works. So that's going to be a next year project. And likewise with LMSs, so we haven't really integrated very um, deeply with any of the LMSs like LearnDash and XSLI yet. And that's something that we are super excited about. The last thing I wanted to mention is we are right now adding lots of new integrations. So we've added SendGrid and MailJet and we are currently looking into Aweber and Moosend and Mailgun and a whole bunch of others. So in the very near horizon, in the next month or less, we'll have way more email service providers integrated with Newsletter Glue and more people can use it. Thanks again, Matt. That's it for today's episode. That was Leslie Sim of Newsletter Glue. If you haven't seen Newsletter Glue and you send a bunch of emails, especially emails about your content on WordPress, check out newsletterglue.com. It's the WP Minute. Don't forget to share this episode with others. Subscribe to us on all of the places you listen to episodes. Share, share, share with your friends. We'll see you in the next episode.